I'm Lisa Stone, and you are listening to Season 8 of Parenting Aces. Welcome to Season 8 of the Parenting Aces podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week we are talking high school tennis. I have on the air with me this week, Corey Aldridge and Troy Simonek, two high school tennis coaches from the great state of Texas who have been working tirelessly over the past several years to integrate their state's high school tennis with UTR and the amazing stuff these two guys have accomplished is it'll just blow your mind. They have created such an amazing network in Texas. They have kids of all levels that they have gotten involved in high school tennis and kids of all levels who are going on to play college tennis. And it's just unbelievable. I'm really excited for you to hear their story. Before I bring them on the air, though, I just want to remind you of a couple things. First off, if you haven't become a premium member of ParentingAces.com yet, I hope you will consider doing that. We have a new weekly e-newsletter that we've just launched. We have tons of discounts and special offers for our premium members for $9.95 a month or $95.50 for the whole year, it's really a great bargain. And I hope you'll decide to join us. The link for that is, of course, in the show notes. And also a reminder for those of you in the Northeast or who will be visiting that part of the country in late August, I am putting on a panel of college coaches for the parents of female players who aspire to play college tennis. It is the kickoff event for the WTCA conference in New York on August 23rd. Our registration begins at 9 a.m. Our panel goes from 9.30 to 10.30, and then we're doing an interactive roundtable discussion from 10.30 to 11.30, and it just so happens that August 23rd is the final day of qualies for the U.S. Open, which, by the way, is free to attend and is about five minutes away from where our event is being held. So if you want more information on that panel and how to attend, again, our premium members get a great discount off the registration. Be sure to visit parentingaces.com and check out the show notes for the link. All right, that's enough about that. Now let's jump into my conversation with Corey Aldridge and Troy Simonek of Texas High School Tennis. Troy Simonek and Corey Aldridge, thank you so much for joining us all the way from the great state of Texas. Yes, thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. So as my listeners know, when I have someone new on the show, I like to give them the opportunity to kind of tell their tennis story so we get to know you a little bit better. So Troy, I'm going to start with you. How did you get started in this great sport of tennis? So um, I'm a West Texas boy. So I grew up out in Big Spring, Texas, which is kind of near Odessa, Texas. Uh, I grew up in the 80s, so obviously you go back to like Friday Night Lights, um, you know, the whole Permian Basin thing. So football was huge out there. So honestly, sixth grade, I'm in uh, football, middle school football, and um, this guy rides up on a Harley. And he's like, hey, guys, come over here. I want to show you something. Uh-oh. And Coach Stahl, which actually <laughs> ended up being my coach through most of high school, still uh, one of the greatest mentors in my life. And he starts banging serves and forehands against the wall. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. And then this guy rode up on a Harley, and there you go. I mean, tennis took over from that day for me. So um, did you play all the way through the juniors um, from that point forward? I, 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 from that point forward, you know, uh, that it just took over and went and played a little, walked on in junior college um, after I graduated high school, took a little break and, and wasn't my plan to go that way. But then, you know, the sport just pulled me back and I've been coaching for over 22 years now. 
Great. And, and you coach obviously at the high school level. Do you coach yes. privately as well or strictly high school tennis? Well, I do high school tennis, but also have developed a junior development program in the Waco area that works with kids from uh, five years old and up, uh, developing them to help them move forward into our program and, you know, on in life with a lifelong sport. Fantastic. Corey Aldridge, what's your story? Um, I started, I guess I was, uh, let's see, eight years old. Um, I had a great uncle. It was my dad's uncle that was a player and would go out and, and, and he helped his local high school team. And he, he kind of got me started. Um, I played uh, I'm from Oklahoma. And so I played in the great state of Oklahoma uh, growing up and played in uh, juniors through Missouri Valley section. Um, and then my junior coach growing up was also um, the college coach in, in, in Lawton, Oklahoma at Cameron University. His name was James Helvey. And luckily enough, I got to to play for him in college, um, Division II school up there and played four years. and then. Uh, Graduated and believe it or not, I had a, a, a former um, teammate that was coaching Texas high school tennis in Texas, and he said, "Come on down, I got a spot for you." So I came down, and um, I've been coaching now. This is my now we're in my fifteenth year at, at Carroll. So, um, and I, I'm I'm kind of like Troy. We run a kind of a junior development program here um, on on our at our facilities. We rent the facilities out. Um, and so I kind of, I coach high school, but then I also kind of oversee some pros that, that teach it within our district. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, we're kind of technically on, it's technically our summer and, and, and most people think that teachers and coaches are off in the summer. Well, that's, that's not really the case with, uh, at least for tennis coaches. I know we've, I've been here, uh, we, we go pretty much year round in Texas. So it's kind of my story. It's my life. I love it. I love it. So you're both coaching at the high school level now. And really the impetus behind doing this podcast was the fact that you guys have had tremendous success recruiting some of the area's top junior players to play for their high school teams and also helping some of your high school players who weren't necessarily involved in junior tournaments get involved in junior tournaments. And so I would love to kind of pick your brains a little bit about how you, first of all, how did you get existing tournament players to commit to playing high school tennis? Because I think, you know, for the parenting aces audience, that's always a big question. You know, should my kid play for a school? Should she take time away? (coughs) Excuse me. How is it going to impact her rating and ranking? All of that. So let's start there. And Corey, I'm going to start with you. Sure. And and I tell you what, Lisa, that's, you know, for high school coaches, we, you know, we're, uh, you know, we compete, so to speak, with, with some, some clubs and, and pros that sometimes, you know, discourage their kids from playing high school. Um, and so one of the things that we try to do is, um, we try to make it fun. Um, you know, we, we, we have the opportunity and the, and the means to, to travel. Um, we've traveled across, you know, to Tennessee a couple times, Chattanooga. This year we're looking at going to Florida. Um, and so we try to make things fun for the kids. Uh, you know, we, one of the things that we have to offer is the whole team dynamic. Um, we do a lot of team building um, things. And, and, you know, one of the cool things really now that, that we've been able to attract more players is obviously while we're, one of the reasons we're talking is with UTR. So now we have the ability um, for our matches to really, to really count. Um, and so um, it's really been a combination of, of, of a lot of things. And luckily we're being in the, you know, in Texas and DFW, especially um, there's a lot of tennis and there's a lot of competitive players in this area. And there's a lot of competitive players who do choose to play for their high school. And so that helps as well. Um, one of the things that we did, about seven years ago is we were able to move my practices to before school um, and first period. And that allows kids to basically kind of get two a days who tend to, who want to train in the evenings and go to the academies. And so I see them from seven to about eight forty-five in the mornings. And then they go to school, shower, go to school, and then they're done at three 
15, and then they're able to do their um, their drills and academies. And so since we made that that change, it's really seemed to help the the, the USTA tournament player as well. So. And how about you, Troy? Because where you are in in West Texas, it's a little bit less of a, a junior tennis mecca, though you'll still, I'm sure, have lots of great players coming out of the area. But how did you get those tournament kids to commit to playing for their school? Well, actually, I'm in Waco now. So oh, I'm in okay. like Central. <laughs> yeah, so I, that was me growing up. But then, yeah, I moved to Waco now, so I am there. But still, um, well, Corey, definitely a different market than us. And um, so UTRs helped him for sure, you know, bringing those kids in and and giving them results that that helped their rating. Um, For us, we're a smaller market area. And so really, we're all about, through the high school program, building tennis in Central Texas and the Waco area. And UTR has been phenomenal and given us another asset in helping players. One, it's really invigorated um, tennis in our area and the state because the kids love seeing their ratings and being able to track their progress. Um, and it's really helped us with juniors, uh, like even middle school and younger, because now they kind of start setting goals earlier as far as where they're going and what they're able to see their, their progress and those type of things. So kind of different for the two of us is, is way more competition with the pros up there. Us, we build and it's given us an avenue to help kids build even more in the sport. So you both mentioned UTR, and I would love to delve a little deeper into that. UTR, for several years now, has been trying to capture high school tennis matches. And I know when my son was playing high school tennis, I was the one that was reporting the matches for his team and you know trying to get somebody from all the other teams in the state of Georgia to report matches. And it was kind of an uphill battle. But you two seem to have really made some headway with that. Can you share kind of what your approach has been? And again, I I think it's so interesting that you're both in different areas of the state that have a different focus and, and Troy, my apologies for mixing up where you are, but (laughs) but it it makes it that much more interesting. I think that, you know, the Waco area you're dealing with really bringing the sport to the kids for the first time, Whereas in the DFW area, these are kids who are well acquainted with competition and tennis. And so it becomes a challenge for how do we get them to come back to play for high school? Um, So Troy, maybe you can talk a little bit about how you've introduced UTR since you're dealing with, again, bringing the sport of tennis more to a community rather than kind of trying to recruit existing players. Um, well, first of all, like one of the coaches up in the Plano area in Texas, he's the one that kind of first brought it to my attention and a lot of other coaches in the state of Texas. He kind of did a beta test for them on team tennis and, um, Morgan Walker, that's his name at Plano West. And it it was interesting once he did it, the first thing I did, I went to, uh, Allison Ojeda, who was the assistant at at Baylor women's tennis at that time. She now is the head women's coach at the University of Tennessee. And I asked her, it's like, hey, what do you think about this uh, UTR? And, you know, from her perspective, it was interesting. Um, She told me that that's all she looks at now in recruitment. Um, You know, used to is like, what rank is this kid in supers and this type of stuff. And it's like, this is what we go to because it's a truer rating of players. And so it kind of gave me a sense of like, okay, this is legit. You know, it's something that's, that's valid that they coaches are going to look at that helps players track progress. And so with her backing, a, a lot of our kids knew her at that time. It, it really helped us with kids and parents and getting them to see the value 
of that. And then once they started tracking it and seeing results that were getting input from high school matches, some of them that played USTA, USTA matches, we started running UTR tournaments, uh, having those matches in there and then seeing their progress and then finding out like, oh, I'm playing, you know, this kid from South Lake Carroll, one of Corey's kids, and he's a 8.5 and, you know, they're getting excited about the players. So it's just kind of had the snowball effect of the excitement that's built with our players. Corey, how about you? I mean, did you have issues with introducing UTR at the high school level? Because one of the things that I hear from parents a lot, especially parents of kids who play a lot of high level USTA, ITF junior tournaments is, you know, they don't really want the high school matches recorded because oftentimes they're playing against kids that are rated so much lower than they are. And they're afraid that it's going to negatively impact their rating. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I tell you what, and that does, you know, um, we've seen that in a very small percentage. Um, I had a couple a kid a couple years ago who, who was injured and was able to play his high school matches, but not necessarily um, wasn't play his national um, tournaments as much. And so his, the, you know, the rating of his um, opponents were lower and as you know, kind of how the logarithm goes with the 30 matches, it, it tended to, to, to drop um, a little bit. Um, but, you know, I, I tell you what, that happens in the national and the, and the state regional uh, matches as well. I actually charted um, a, uh, one of our super champ tournaments down here in Texas. It's, uh, uh, they happen once a month. And, and actually, I, I charted, um, I saw that there was just as many um, matches of, of seated players playing kids, you know, two points lower than they were than, than what we're almost getting in high school. And so I thought that was interesting. Um, but I, I actually, when, when I introduced UTR to our team, I didn't really introduce anything. The kids already knew about it. Um, you know, it's been around. Um, and when I had the opportunity to, to look into possibly making this a part of our program, I was all about it. Um, and, and, and Troy and I really, I mean, we, Dave Fish came down several years ago to our coaching convention um, and he started speaking about it a little bit and we really kind of got on board then. Um, and then Troy and I actually really just sat down and he took five, 5A, um, you know, classification 5A and I took 6A and we just went to work. Um, we just started emailing coaches and, you know, sending links to sign up and this is how you sign up. It's great for our kids. It's great for our profession. And we literally went one one school to the next, and in six A, I think there's two hundred and roughly two hundred and forty four six A schools. Five um, A, there's pretty pretty close to that, and then on down. And we, you know, I want to say that right as of right now, we've got probably I want to say, what do you think, Troy? Seventy five percent of five A six A, somewhere in there. Oh, definitely, yeah, for sure. You know that have their teams. Um, in the system, they're, 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 they're playing matches, um, you know, and this, this past year, um, I didn't play a dual match or a, a tournament where the, the results weren't entered into the system. Um, and it's getting bigger and bigger, and, and we're so excited here in Texas that we're hoping that it catches, you know, and we know it will, um, you know, other parts of the country because it really gives our kids more of a sense um, to work. It gives us you know, coaches, a, a kind of a gauge um, where we can, like Troy mentioned, we can set goals with them. We can monitor their progress or regress, however they, um, it tends to be. So it's, uh, like I mentioned, it really, I didn't really have any, you know, convincing to do. Um, the kids already knew about it and they were all on board, parents as well, um, when it came about as far as high school goes. That's fantastic. Let's talk about your high school association for a minute, because I know in some areas of the country, the the state high school athletic association can be a barrier for UTR, for um, any kind of change when it comes to high mm-hmm. school sports. Um, I know there, you know, there's some states where mm-hmm. if you play on your high school team, uh, you're not allowed to play you know, USTA events or ITF events during the season. And um, it's crazy. Now, 
we lost Troy for a second, so I'm hoping he's going to dial right back in. But um, Corey, maybe you can talk a little bit about while we're waiting for Troy to come back, sure. <laughs> um, talk a little bit about the Texas High School Athletic Association and how y'all have managed things up. Oh, there's Troy back. Um, how y'all have managed things with them. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about our, our TTCA, um, our Texas Sorry, State Coaching Association. Uh-oh, yeah, we got you back, Troy. Um, Corey's, <laughs> Corey's talking about the high school, uh, the state high school athletic association and, and how y'all mm-hmm. have worked with them. So, Corey, go ahead. Awesome. Sorry. Sure. Okay. Well, we have two different organizations. The TTCA is kind of our Texas Tennis Coaches Association, kind of what we um, we have an annual uh, conference um, in December. We all get together for a weekend, and, and that's when Dave Fish came down and introduced UTR to us several years ago. Um, but we have about 600, a little bit over 600 members, um, coaches that are members here in Texas of that. And that has been tremendous as far as spreading the word. Um, Troy and I, I guess in December, were able to go down, and, and, and with Dave Fish, Dave flew down, and we were able to, to – uh, uh, present and talk to coaches, um, and that helped spread the word. Um, as far as our governing body, our athletic association, that's the UIL, the University Interscholastic League. Um, they oversee all athletics, football, baseball, basketball, whatever else, um, and including tennis. Um, we are actually are still working with them to try to, to get this mandated. Um, you know, it, it's like you mentioned earlier, Lisa, it's like an act of Congress for any um, athletic association to get something passed. And we're actually trying to make sure that we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's um, to make sure, you know, if not, we're at 75%, if not 90% on board before we really present this to them. Um, But as far as Texas goes, um, the coaches, the the district level and regional level pretty much govern, um, you know, tournaments and all that good stuff as far as who's in and who's not. Uh, That's so interesting. Well, so let me just make sure I understand this because it sounds like it's different from what we have in Georgia. And I'm sure my listeners, you know, if you ask people from five different states, they'll tell you five different stories. But um, so you have an association of tennis coaches that is just high school tennis coaches or tennis coaches in general? Just pretty much high school now. It is, it's optional. We do have some private coaches that are in, you know, in there, but majority, I want to say probably 90% are public high school, middle school head coaches, assistant coaches within the Texas um, education system. Interesting. Okay. So you have that organization and then separate from that, you have the, the general high school athletics association. Correct. Correct. Yes, ma'am. That they're over everybody. Got it. So, so it sounds like y'all went about this in such a smart way to get the buy-in from the coaches first, and then Mm -hmm. to go to your governing body and say, Hey, we're all on board with this. You know, what do we need to do to, to make this a, you know, a Mm -hmm. policy for the state? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Troy, you want to go in a little bit more on that or? No, I I mean, yeah, definitely. That, that was our, I, I mean, like Corey said, it, it takes a lot to get things approved through sure. the UIL. Um, they do use the TTCA, Texas Tennis Coaches Association, as our president and vice president work with UIL on any changes. Uh, so they kind of use them as a sounding board, ideas, that kind of thing. So, you know, this this has been a process with us, and it's a proof of concept right now for us of, how well this has worked then to go to UIL and, you know, discuss these changes of of using this in higher levels, you know, at state tournaments. Unfortunately, like right now, our state tournament is a luck of the draw. And sometimes by that, you have the two best teams playing each other in the semifinals, where if we can get this to the point where UIL supports UTR ratings, then we could split your top two players and make sure there are offset halves of the draw in the state tournament, which would be huge at that point. So is your state tournament a team event and an individual event? Uh, in the in fall season, we have team tennis. Um, and, and Texas is unique. We're, we're the 
actually Texas tennis is unique because we're the only sport in Texas or nationwide where girls and guys compete together. So our, our team com- consists of, you know, three guys, doubles teams, three girls, doubles teams, six singles players on the guy's side, six on the girl's side and a mixed doubles. And then in the spring, it's a totally different season. We go to individuals in the spring season. And okay, wow. Okay, <laughs> I guess I should have done a little more homework before this. This is this is so different from what I'm used to in Georgia and what I grew up with in Louisiana as well. Um, okay, so in the fall you have this this um, boys and girls playing on a team together team event, and then at the end of the fall season you have your state tournament. Is that right? Yes. Where you crown a Correct. state champion team. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and then in the spring, they the kids play for their school, but as individuals. And are there matches week to week, or is it just one tournament at the end of the spring? We we have tournaments throughout the spring, and, and this is one thing I I wanted to touch base with. I wanted to go back to one thing you asked Corey about, um, you know, getting tournament players involved. UTR has helped us so much make better tournaments. Um, and, and that helps player. It helps my players, whether they're a higher rated player or a lower rated player. It helps Corey's players by not having this fear of like, oh, I'm going to play somebody that's such a lower rating. One of the huge things we've done is I've ran UTR tournaments outside of school for three and a half years now. And one thing I learned from that was they want you to set up draws, ideally with players within a one-point range of each other. So if you're 10, you could play, you know, 10 to 9, whatever. Um, And by seeing, like, how awesome that was, because these players will get, like, three great matches against people at the same level, we've kind of started taking that into our high school tournament side. Um, used to, it was just like everybody would put in their number one. Well, my number one might be rated at a five in UTR and Corey's is at a 11. And you'd have these just lopsided matches that didn't benefit either kid. Mm-hmm. And so in the spring, we have these tournaments and now we've started using UTR even in high school tournaments to help set up mm-hmm. better tournaments. Um, yeah, and then and, we and, do and come as, to... As... Go ahead, Sean. Sorry, I'm sorry, Troy. I just want to. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Troy. Let me and add, to add to that, like Troy's, Troy's speaking. You know, we host tournaments and we host invitational tournaments, and so I, I can look through the UTR system now that the kids, the teams are uploaded, and I can say, hey, who do I want to invite to this tournament? I want teams that are closer to my level, um, and that way the tournaments are more competitive. Whether you're hosting a tournament with you know, kids from the range of a five to a seven or higher or lower. And mm-hmm. so it's really been extremely beneficial for um, not only the fall, but spring and, 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 and our high school teams all together. I love that. I mean, I, I don't know of any other state and maybe you guys do where they have the two seasons like that and where the kids are competing on an individual level. I would think that would make it so much easier to entice these high-level tournament kids to get involved in playing for their school. Definitely. Correct. And, and one one cool thing that we're doing next February um, 2020, uh, and it's been a lot of work, but, but we're getting there. We are actually having – now, that is spring season, but I'm we're hosting in, in Waco uh, – Baylor, Waco Regional Tennis Center. We're going to use a lot of facilities. We're doing a national high school UTR team tournament. And in that one, we're actually going to do it college style, which is kind of the opposite of what we do because we use girls and guys in team tennis. But we're going to split it like most states where you have guys teams and girls teams. Um, We're going to have 24 guys teams coming in and 24 girls teams coming in and all this will be put in the UTR system. And right now we've got commitments from Arizona, Nevada, Louisiana, Arkansas, Colorado, 
Uh, Florida is close. I'm still working with God in Florida, and I'm working with somebody in California. Got a lot of Texas schools, but Texas is a huge state. It's almost like five states to put together. So, you know, you got a lot of area there. Um, So we're actually going to have a national UTR high school tournament, team tournament, next year, which is going to be awesome. Are y'all talking to Brandon Feisner at all? Who does the yeah. big tournament I, in Chattanooga? I've actually, um, at least I've gone. I, I know Brandon. Um, we've gone the last, well, we didn't go this year, but the two year previous years we went. Um, and, you know, that's really kind of um, what kind of helped inspire some of this. Um, you know, Troy's obviously had, um, had the idea as well. Um, but we wanted to kind of start something a little closer to home. Um, you know, he does an amazing job out there with, with the high school championships out there. Um, and so we kind of wanted to start something that, you know, a little bit more locally for us in Texas. Um, and then also with, you know, UTRs wanting to back us. And, and, and so we're super excited about that. But, yes, I've, I've, I know Brandon. I've, t- I've spoken with Brandon about it. Um, I've known him for several years now. He does a great yeah. job out there. He sure does. Hey. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Troy. I was going to. I was going to say, and when I looked at, you know, Corey had sent me the link to that and I looked at that and it was, um, I think he did have like, of course, Texas and Arizona in there, but to me, it was like so East coast heavy. And I was just like, man, you know, it'd be awesome for us in Texas, kind of central U S let's see if we can pull some more West coast and some East coast and kind of meet in the middle kind of thing, you know, because, you know, you look at California, I mean, I, there's so many great players out there. And, you know, if we can get that West West Coast start coming this direction, um, it's just awesome for kids. And, and Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I mean, and especially the ones that, that aren't regular USTA or ITF traveling tournament players, you know, to be able to come with your team, it's a great precursor to what college tennis looks like. And um, yeah, I'm all for it. I think it's awesome. Good for y'all. So when do y'all have anything set up, like how people can get more information on that event or, or is that still in the works? Well, no, we do have a link. Um, It's, it's, (laughs) you know, it's kind of funny when you first start doing this, like I just started Googling, um, so I put my link together. I, I have that through our school webpage that has all the information on it um, on the midwayisd.org uh, school page, and you go into athletics and tennis, and it's on there. Um, but, you know, I just started Googling, like, state champion, California state champion, Nevada, because I don't know who's good in what state. Right. And so, and then, I, and then I'd find out who state champions were, then I'd try to figure out who the coach was, then try to find out their email, and then I'd email them the information. So that's kind of been my process so far. A little wow. tedious, yeah. uh, but great responses. So um, more publicity is, is a big thing for us, though. So, so is um, there a, a link we can push out, or this is invitational only? Um, no, no, no. I mean, there's definitely a link. Um, I could send it to you. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. When you yeah. send it to me, so. I'll make sure it's in the show notes. So our listeners can awesome. just click on it and take a look. Yeah. That's the easiest way. So we'll definitely do that. And I, I mean, I think having these tournaments for the high school players is phenomenal and it kind of gets them over the hump of that fear of, you know, am I good enough to play a tournament? Because Maybe they feel more comfortable playing against their peers who are also on a high school team rather than just showing up, you know, at, at a random event that they don't really know the level of the player. Um, what are y'all hearing from the kids in terms of, you know, how they feel about these events? Well, uh, as far as, you know, the kids, the kids love it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, uh, when we're talking about like the traveling tournaments, um, you know, that's one of the things that I, I mentioned that's, that we, I try to make it fun. Uh, for instance, I, you know, occasionally I have kids that'll walk the halls that choose not to play, um, for whatever reason. And, you know, one of the, one of the time when I announced that we're going to go to, um, to Chattanooga a couple of years ago, I, I hear through the grapevine that such and such wanted to see if she could play mid year so she could go to the tournament. <laughs> 
How and funny. so um, I, I thought that was interesting. And so, you know, they love, they love those, they love the stuff. And, and, you know, the, the, the you know, more importantly, I mean, obviously tennis is great and, and they're going to get better and all that good stuff, but it's just great memories for the kids. And, and like you had mentioned, you know, the collegiate um, route, it's, it's exactly what they do is they, they you know, they travel. Um, and so it just kind of helps better prepare them for, for the few that do decide to go on and play and, and get some great experience. Absolutely. How many of y'all's past high school players have gone on to play college tennis in some way, shape or form, whether it's varsity tennis or whether it's club tennis? Do you, do you have any kind of feel for that? Um, oh. I, I'm, I'm in my, I'm looking at my office now and I have kind of a, I have a picture of them all up around the, the, the outside of my office, the kids that have gone on to play and, you know, I've got kids that have, you know, gone on to play Division One all the way down to, you know, NAIA and, and junior college. And uh, Troy, um, Troy has the same. Um, and so, you know, we're, that's one of the cool things about UTR now is, is we're speaking the language that their college coaches are speaking. And, and they're understanding that now from, you know, the middle school level up. And so it's, uh, they're understanding that you cannot manipulate the rating, you know, like, as we all know, it happens in, national and, and regional rankings with USTA, um, but it, it didn't happen in, in UTR. And the kids understand that from a young age all the way through college. Mm-hmm. Troy, I, I, uh, go I'll, ahead. Well, I just want to throw this out for UTR because, I mean, great props to them on this. If you actually go to UTR and you click on the search bar and it'll pop up like, you know, players, high schools, colleges, uh, clubs, all these different options, and you click on college when you're in that search bar. Um, there's a thing when you pull up that page. It's called UTR Fit. Yep. And you mm-hmm. click on UTR Fit, and that's such an awesome tool because whether a kid's in high school playing for their team, which Corey and I would help our kids, or it's just a kid maybe that's a homeschool kid that doesn't have the mm-hmm. same resource of a me and a Corey trying to help them find a college that they would want to play for that kid could go in put his utr rating um what lineup if i want to play top six on a college team and click search and it helps pull up all the schools that that kid fits into the lineup and i think that was huge for utr to do to help kids kind of start having Mm -hmm. some resource and finding a school whether it's naia d1 d2 d3 that they actually could go to and have a good chance of playing for. Right. Right. And for my listeners, um, those of you who maybe weren't around when UTR introduced UTR fit, we did do a podcast with them explaining how it works and how to use it. So I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. If you want to go back and kind of get a little more information on that, that uh, feature of the UTR website. Cause I, I recommend that feature all the time as well, Troy. I think, you know, for a kid just starting their recruiting process, it's to me makes the most sense for that to be their jumping Definitely. off point. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Lisa, uh, go Lisa, ahead, Corey. Lisa, can I, can I ask something real quick? And, and this is something that we kind of put together, um, Troy and I kind of as a help group. Um, if there are any coaches or, or parents want to, relay this to, to any of their high school coaches. We have a Facebook group. Um, it's dedicated strictly to UTR. Um, any questions that they may have, um, you know, Troy and, our, Troy and I are on there kind of moderators. We kind of help try to answer any questions that we may have. But um, we, we'd love, you know, if they're on Facebook to join that. We'll, we'll approve them. And then, you know, they can kind of see what we've done and maybe read. We've got some documents on there um, that are, that are, that's also helpful. Um, but if there's any, you know, coaches out there that might be interested in that, we'd love to love to help them. Absolutely. And we'll have a link for that too. I mean, let's make it simple. Um, so make sure you go to the show notes listeners and, and just click on that and join the Facebook group and you can start asking questions and help get all of this going in your child's high school district and your state, hopefully. But, um, so I, I wanted to ask the two of you, you know, if, if there are parents listening or, or tennis coaches listening who are interested in really integrating UTR and reporting scores to UTR into their state's high school program, 
what's the best place for them to start? Like what's, what's step one? Actually, I, I think Corey just brought up a great resource for them. If they'll, it's called the national high school UT, I'm sorry, national high school tennis coaches, UTR group on Facebook. Um, Cause we actually, I've had somebody from Kansas contact me, somebody from Arkansas contact me um, through that group. Uh, that's kind of where they got tapped into it. And then we are able to help them get in touch with different people at UTR to help start their state growing. So that, that's been one resource that's been excellent and starting to get these other states. UTR definitely wanted to make sure that we had a lot of things in place working with us in Texas and they were unbelievable in, you know, listening to all our suggestions. I know Corey and I both at times felt like, oh my gosh, we're asking so much for these guys, you know, and, but they're so accommodating in, in the things that we needed. Um, well, and from and their now, side, their side, you know, UTR wants as many players in its system as they can get of all different levels. Right. So it's, it's a win-win there. And I mean, I think it's awesome that they have stepped up and, and helped y'all as much as they have. But I also think it's awesome that y'all have really kind of gotten the ball rolling and, and built this amazing infrastructure in your state to get these kids involved in tennis, get them involved in their high school, and hopefully help them see that they can play in college if that's what they want. Definitely. And we, we actually just posted today <laughs> with UTR's help on the page. Um, we just posted our year end as in you know the 2018-19 school year top 10 rated players in Texas high school tennis on the girls side and guys side. So that, that was a really cool, you know, post yeah. that we got to put out there today. And is yeah, there overlap? Is there overlap between the top high school players and the top junior players in the state? Have you compared? I'm sure there is. I have not. I have not compared. I haven't looked at the the high school list, but I, I'm sure that they, there is. I know the top one of the. I think one of the top boy and the top girl, Fiona Crowley. She, I mean, she qualified the U.S. Open. Um, so I get. Um, she's. I think she's a top kid in Texas, isn't she, Troy? Yeah, she she is USDA? Yeah. number one in Texas high school and number one in the and country, so four in the country, I think, or so. Yeah. So yeah. There is definitely the overlap for sure. Because I, I, you know, I think that data is important for people to see as well, that the top high school kids are also just the top kids in the state. I mean, these top kids in your state are playing high school tennis. And that to me is the message that's so powerful and that would be so beneficial to share uh, with all of these other states as they try to integrate the UTR system with their high school system is this isn't just for the recreational player. This isn't just for the kid who only wants to play tennis a few weeks out of the year. It's also mm -hmm. for the kid who has made this his or her lifetime sport. Mm -hmm. Well, definitely. Sure. It's a benefit to every kid in the program, the top level kids. I think for, you know, one thing we talked about early on, Corey and I talked about, for freshmen, sophomores, especially early on, I mean, you look at freshmen, super champ 14s, and those kids are kind of locked into playing certain kids all the time. But then they go in and play high school tennis, and all of a sudden they're playing super champ 18s. It gives them a whole nother level of ratings that they get to mix into. And so it's just crazy how much it helps them grow as players against an experienced player. And then you have a kid like Isaac Grantham that played for me the last four years. Um, amazing kid, love him to death. Uh, great captain this year as a senior. Um, family couldn't necessarily afford the USTA route. Everything he did was through high school tennis, um, occasionally playing a UTR in Waco. You know, something was local or a USTA tournament in Waco. Um, and actually developed his own UTR rating through um, high school tennis and local. 
and was able to use that. He actually signed with Ottawa University in Kansas uh, NAI school and got a full scholarship this year after he graduated. So, I mean, it can help awesome. every kid. I mean, that to me is huge, right? That's the story that needs to be told is the kids that aren't following the traditional route to college tennis and are using UTR as a way to open those doors for themselves. And I I just think that's incredible. Yeah. And it happens to amazing kids that might not have that window if we weren't using UTR. And I can't, there's no better reason for the coaches across the nation to get involved in UTR than those Mm -hmm. type of reasons right there, because it is all about the kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, so we're coming to the end of our hour here and I want to make sure that I don't miss anything. You guys have accomplished so much. What is next besides this amazing tournament that's coming up next year? Um, what is next on the agenda for Texas high school tennis and UTR? Well, I, I'll tell you what, Lisa, you know, uh, we're, we've been working, we've been doing this through when it was a beta system, I want to say three or four years ago up to this point. And, and we're really trying to, we're creating our case and we want to make it mandated. We want to get it um, mandated through the UIL that every program in the state, you know, has their, their, their program. Um, their tennis teams in, in, in within the database, um, and so that's that's our goal, and we're getting close to it. We're like I said, we're really we're really wanting to make sure our case is strong. We're about seventy five percent all on board. There still are a few that we're still trying to to get going, um, but that's that's really our ultimate goal. Like Troy and I both, um, and 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 we're not going to stop till we get there. <laughs> and it's just a matter of time. It's going to happen. I, I I truly believe that. I love it. Who is responsible for reporting the scores of the high school matches? Do you have a parent that's assigned that task? Do you as a coach take on that task? Coaches, we do that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cause most of us are a little OCD. At least I am. So I mean, that's what makes <laughs> a tennis player you know, I that's think OCD? that's what imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the balance we have to find as players because you need a little OCD to be a perfectionist, but then, you can't have it take you to a negative side. So right. <laughs> it's definitely a balancing act that you have to find to be, you know, exceptional what you want to do. Um, so, yeah, we report that. Team tennis is pretty easy. We can even put in our lineup the night before, and then Corey would put in his lineup, and just one of us had, would, you know, put the scores in. The other one approves it. Um, we've been doing that for years. This year, actually having the tournament platform to run our tournaments through UTR for the high schools was huge. And so coaches were able to see the draws on UTR. They were able to follow the draws as the tournament went on. And anytime they needed to go back and look at results, they're able to, you know, pull back up that tournament link. And just like you would a USTA link or anything like that, um, used to we're all paper copies of everything and you're writing your results down as the tournament went. So, I mean, it's, it's been an awesome tool for that. Fantastic. All right. What else guys, what do y'all want to leave us with before we close this thing out? I, you know, I, 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 this is my last thing. And and this is, this is just me, um, you know, preaching, you know, selling our high school programs is, you know, for the parent or the, the, the pros or the kids out there who are, wondering should I play for my high school or should I not um, consider it uh, the things that we, we just had our athletic end of the year athletic banquet um, a few weeks ago and I graduated um, eight seniors it wasn't when the seniors walked the stage there wasn't a dry eye in the house and just the relationships that these kids build um, they go to battle together they laugh together um, we, we've gone through some adversity this year with you know had a kids um, family member who's been sick and just the camaraderie that they get as being a team is so beneficial. They're, they're learning these life lessons. And, and I, and I'm, I'm, I was a junior player growing up and I ran around kids who um, were homeschooled and just did nothing but train, 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 play, play, play. And I, I just, I, I always wonder some of the life lessons and things that they missed out on. Um, and, and now with the UTR, it's, 
in the high school. Um, I, I personally don't think that there's a reason why kids should not play. That's just kind of my own personal soapbox. <laughs> I love it. So. Troy? Yeah. No, I mean, I just build off the fact, you know, what Corey said in the sense earlier of, of having fun. Cause we do the same thing with tournaments, like, you know, going down to San Antonio, Texas and, and these different things and having this team tournament, national team tournament next year. Part of that's just like, what an experience for our kids. And you, I know you had kids that grew up and played, you played, Corey Neff's played. And it's just like, our sport is demanding enough because it is truly a year round sport. And we, we have to find ways to keep kids excited and passionate about it because, you know, that grind is there. So let's, you know, keep them having fun and, and in a sense, being kids with it still, because we all start out just wanting to play something and emulating playing the U S open and those type of things. And sometimes kids lose sight of that. So we have to help them continue to find the passion and, and excitement in what they're doing. So there you go. Yeah, that's perfect. Let's leave it at that. Those, those are awesome words of wisdom. Corey Aldridge, Troy Simonek. I want to thank you both so much for doing the podcast and sharing this phenomenal progress that you guys are making in Texas with high school tennis. I know the families that have, you know, turned their kids over to you for coaching and for guidance. I, I mean, it sounds like you, you are both just such stand up guys. And, and I think those kids are super lucky to have you fighting for them and, you know, making sure that they have opportunities if, if they want to take advantage of them. So thank you for that. To my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to everything that we mentioned during the podcast. And we will catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll share the podcast with your tennis community. For all the information you need to navigate the junior and college tennis journey, be sure to check out ParentingAces.com.